What a K-drama. Hi, everyone. Hi. I'm Kathleen. My name is Ilse. And we're back with a new episode of What a K-drama. Yay, episode two. Episode two of season five, I believe, or season six. I don't even know which season we're on. We don't even know anymore. It's It's been a long... Long, right? Break? Yes. <laughs> yes. And for today's episode, we're talking about a drama I actually haven't watched. But Ilse is gonna tell me everything because I kind of wanted to watch it, but it just looked too sad for me. I'm not gonna lie. It just it looked too sad. was right up my alley. No, actually, that's not true. There was not enough action for that. But yeah. But it was her. <laughs> though the actress love. love her so much. Well, she's usually not really in my type of dramas. Yeah, but we like a diverse. Uh, but Son Soku yes. is in my dramas. I Yeah, like, I've never seen him. That, that's the truth. <laughs> He's usually typecast in like the, the mafia gangster. He has a look, I'm just saying. Movie. Yeah, he, he has does. He's, he's kind of hot. That Madonna. too. Yeah, yeah, he's handsome. He's, he's, he's kind of hot. Yeah, so Let's tell me everything. Let's talk about my liberation notes. Yes. First of all, brief, brief fangirl moment. I yeah. love this drama so much. I. <laughs> you said it was in the K-drama blues after watching that drama. And yeah. literally took her a couple of months to get back into other dramas. Why are you shading me like that? You're outing me. Because I was like, is are you watching anything? No, I'm going to watch a movie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I was just watching everything I could. <laughs> it's just, if when you have a drama that is this good, it's... It... Fair enough. No, the heart wants just... what it wants. I always exactly. say that. I was looking for like fan fiction. <laughs> of course Because I hoped it would help. But I yeah. didn't really find anything. So if you're a fanfic writer, please write about my liberation notes. Oh, I don't need more fanfics in my life right now. AO3 is taking over my life, people. That is the true. Feed my ships. Yeah. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Brief, uh, brief facts. Yeah. Moments. The drama was directed by Kim Sokyun yeah. and written by Park Hae-young. Okay. It was a JTBC network drama and has 16 episodes and was okay. aired from like April till May of this year. Okay, so new, new, new drama. Very kind new. Of. Very yes. new. I was watching that week by week. Oh, gosh. I hated yeah. myself for that. Yeah, I, yeah, like right now I'm happy that Attorney will, Extraordinary Attorney will finish because I'm binging that. I like binge watching. Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. But it was like Saturday an episode and Sunday an episode. And it just, I oh. was always happy that the weekend was over because it meant I got my story, <laughs> you know? I understand the feeling, yes. Oh my God, it was such a, oh, I was like, just give it to me. <laughs> um. So my liberation notes is yeah. a story that is about like three siblings. Yeah. And their lives, relationships, struggles with their jobs, etc. And, you know, the like mom and dad, head yeah. of the family situation. So our main leading lady is uh, Mi Jong, played by yes. Kim ji She her. is the youngest of the three. She's the youngest? The youngest. I thought yeah. she was the oldest. No. In the drama, just because of the... I've just watched this drama through tiktok 
It's just um, the way she behaved. It was like, she must be the oldest. Yeah, no. She's very much like introverts. Okay. Very much like focused on herself inwards. Okay. Very rich, like mental dialogue with herself but she okay. doesn't really show it and you know that's fine like good for her you know yeah but it's not always easy when you're working a creative job okay and her team manager is ugh, horrible he's just ugh. um she okay so she yeah. has oh, oh my god she has how, wait. Okay, so the family lives in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. They take like over an hour to commute every day to work. Yeah. One way. Oh gosh. And I've been there. It is draining. Like it sucks the life out of you, but you yeah. do it anyways because you, have you know to do either it. it's cheap or yeah, yeah, yeah. housing crisis or you live with your family, and you're kind of like bound by them to stay there. Yeah. So. They commute every day. She doesn't really get to partake in a lot of activities of her company. Okay. Which, so she works at Joycard. Imagine a Google. That's okay. Like they have in-house clubs that they want you to join. And if you don't join, it's kind of like, why are you not joining? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, this company is doing so many great things. You should be here. Yeah. And she's like, girl, I got to catch a bus. She doesn't say it like that, but she should have. Yeah. Um, so uh, she's commuting every day. And her dad has, like, sample sinks. He makes, like, uh, bathroom sinks and stuff like that. It's like okay. a handyman. And he has a mysterious co-worker. Mysterious co-worker? <laughs> yeah. She has a mysterious... He has a mysterious co-worker. Yeah. Like, this dude lives at, like, their neighboring house. He's okay. renting it out. Nobody knows anything about him. They just call him Mr. Goo. Yes. And, like, they don't know where he comes from. He, they don't know what he does. He just helps out with some things to earn a bit of a living. That sounds fishy, you're saying. But okay. and, and he drinks himself into a stupor every single night. Extra fishy. Red flag. Okay. Like, the amount of soju that man consumes is like, I don't know how he's... Alive? If he smokes a cigarette, <laughs> he's gonna burn his entire body up because there's so much alcohol, alcohol? inside of him. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, so, very mysterious. And Mi Jong is going through a bit of a slump with her, like, love life. Okay. And just emotionally as well. I think she's kind of, like, done and... If she's not in a depression, she's bordering on it, you know? Okay. So, basically, they kind of have, like, this intrigue about each... Well, she has more intrigue about him than he does about her. Okay. But she tells him at one point, like, she's like, look, if you don't have anything to do with your life and you just want to drink your life away, why don't you worship me? Asking, fancy me, I suppose. No, no, literally worship. Not just okay. fancy, it's worship. There's like, it's like, consume yourself for me. It's like, lay that's, yourself that, down That sounds pretty intense, but okay. I know, but isn't that amazing? 
Well, well yeah, I suppose, but that that's that's intense as well. Okay, tell me more, cause I'm interested now. Worship, okay. At first, he's like, I don't know what he doesn't know what to say. Like he literally looks up the word worship because he's like, <laughs> same boy, same. Like, okay. what do you want me to do? You know. So he I just really... can imagine, like you know, little altars kind of in the church, and you just put a candle, kind of kind of thing, you know. But I don't think that works that way. <laughs> I think she kind of wanted it though. Like if she oh knew that God. he lit a candle for her, she'd be like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, oh my exactly. God." <laughs> Anyways, okay. he doesn't say anything. He doesn't really give a reply. But then a couple of weeks later, she's like, yeah. "Look, if you don't want to worship me, how about I worship you?" Okay. Anyways, okay. so he he also like doesn't know what to reply to that. But at one point, he kind of like helps her out, and he says like, "This is me worshiping you." Okay. And I swear to God, this relation, this odd relationship dynamic yeah. that they have, it's I haven't been this invested in a k-drama relationship yeah in literal years i think it was because I've, they seem pretty much like a kind of novel kind of relationship very much it existent but not really i think it's like the thought of it yes and it's also like everything is in like the small acts that they do for each other okay you know she walks home one night there's like this couple of weird dudes standing next to their car and they're like ho 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 you know of course, yeah, you know yeah, being yeah. disgusting gross yeah he's walking behind her like a couple of meters and he purposefully clinks the bottles in his bag so she knows that he's behind her yeah so she can feel like safe oh okay i'm not alone yeah you know it's those little moments of acting for each other like caring for each other that just Okay, I can Maybe see so giddy. And I'm yeah, like, oh I can God. see how that would be. Would give you butterflies. It's just a small things. I I can I can get on that. Yes. Also, this man in the first couple of episodes said barely like five words, and I was like, <gasps> Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he didn't say stupid things. He just didn't say anything at all. And it was all like in his face and like the small glances. And it just... <laughs> so cute. Okay, I think you had a crush on this fictional character, girl. Honestly, probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh, and it's just like he was so protective of her in some ways that... So there was like an ex-boyfriend who ran away with quite a bit of money from her. Yeah. So she was in a bit of financial trouble with the bank. So she kind of had to, you know, get a loan to be able to pay back everything that he stole. Yeah. You know? And, and Mr. Goo was like, do you want me to like go find him? Do you want me to like take care of it? So he's going to pay you back. Like, do you want me to do that? And she's like, No. I can handle myself. And I'm like, good for you, girl. But also, like, Mr. Goo, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? It was, oh, oh my, my God. God. This is so funny. Okay. <laughs> Literally, give me a Mr. Goo in real life. I'll marry him. I, I'll be so scared. Okay. But probably without the alcoholism. But or the, still. 
Like he is kind of fishy. I'm sorry, but what the heck? What? What the I hell? Mean, if you like towards the last couple of episodes, you see why he's there and like what kind of fishy stuff that he's into, and it's like, yeah, of course that makes total sense. Okay, I'm worried now. But still, so <laughs> like, oh, my god. Okay, tell me more about the love story. What else happens? Um. So they. I think they only have like one kiss that you see or like only like a handful of kisses that you see. Okay. And it's just, <sighs> you know how K-dramas are starting to get more like a bit like American that they like actually show like the love making part. Eh, I... Well, some Netflix ones. Yeah. I can... yeah. Yes. Yeah. On like... your side, I suppose. Yes. On yeah. your side. Yeah. On my side, we're still not there. Well, we rom com. I barely had kisses in hometown cha cha in hometown cha cha hometown cha cha town. Yeah, but I feel like in a couple of Netflix series, you're kind of getting more like. I can see actually, nevertheless, quote, unquote, sex scenes. Nevertheless, had that. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Either way, this didn't have that, and I was so happy for it. Yeah, if that makes sense because it was very platonic. Well, no, because I saw, like, this TikTok that said that some scenes were, like, a euphemism for sex. Oh. Or, like, a metaphor for sex. Like, at one point, she's washing her hair at, like, two in the night. Okay. And, like, you don't really know why she's washing her hair at that time. Because she needs to wash her hair? No, because she, you know, bangs. Okay. And she's like, let me just wash my hair before going to bed, you know? cleanliness anyways (laughs) we don't see any of that it's just all very like like it's kind of wholesome in a way but also very mysterious and i just i love that dynamic also their chemistry was amazing yeah actually the few clips i watched on tiktok it looked like intense like they had like an amazing chemistry yes also they did a photo editorial together months after the series aired and it's just like (gasps) Dear Lord, <laughs> Lord Jesus, Maria, Joseph, you know. Oh my God. Hua. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. The other two storylines. Yeah. We have the youngest child, the son. Yeah. Lee Minky plays Yom Chang-hae. Yeah. And he, he's the youngest child and a bit of a, hmm. oh no, he's the middle child. Sorry. Yeah, he's the middle because Mi Jong is the youngest, right? Yes, he's the middle child and he's just... (sighs) Sometimes his scenes are a bit grating. I didn't skip them, but sometimes I wish that I could, but I didn't (laughs) want to. But like, he did an amazing job, like don't get me wrong, but his role was chatterbox. Always, always talking, like 24-7. Like he had an opinion, he was like epistolating about something. And yeah. it was just a lot at times because the the dichotomy between Mi Jong's yeah. scenes where she was quiet as a mouse and like hardly said anything, yeah. and then he had like all these like epistles of words. And I was like, "Oh, dude!" I that's very interesting. But normally, Iminki's characters tend to be quite introverted. Yeah. Also, a lot of them sociopath. Just saying. Love it. Yeah, and, but this so one was fine. Like he was a very normal, dude. Ish. It's been a while since one of the characters was like absolutely normal. Just saying. 
Fair. Actually, they've been quite a. He's been quite on your side of the K dramas over the last yes. couple of years, I believe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good. I like him. Um, so maybe it was why it was a bit jarring to see him so, like, kind of cheerful and like big. Excuse me, big character, big words, yeah. and everything. Um, big dreams. Um, he was working for like a chain of. Like the little convenience stores, like he was yeah. the manager of a couple of them, yeah. And he was like aiming, aiming, aiming for a promotion, like working his ass off, like taking calls in the middle of the night sometimes, yeah. And it was like horrible work life balance for sure. Um, but he also didn't know if that was what he wanted to be doing, okay, really job wise. So it's kind of interesting, especially because in the end. Because of certain things that he lived through, kind of by happenstance, he's like pushed into this new career direction, and it just makes sense for him. Like you yeah. can see, like the aha moments on his face, and it was just, I was like, that makes total sense, okay. you know, for his character. Yeah. It was great. Okay. Um, his love life not that great because he, in the beginning of the series, he breaks up with his girlfriend. Yeah. Um. Well, she breaks up with him because she called him old-fashioned. Okay. And because he's, like, poor and he didn't have a car, blah, 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 blah. You know, very superficial reasons, I guess, to yeah, break yeah, up yeah. with someone. And he's kind of, like, going through dealing with that for the whole series. Okay. Um, And then we have the eldest daughter. Okay. She is played by Lee L., and her name is Yom Gi Jong. Yeah. So you have Mi Jong, you have Gi Jong. Gi Jong's the eldest. She. <sighs> I kind of recognize myself in her in certain ways. Okay. <laughs> because she has such rigid views of love and relationships. Okay, so she must have seen a stuff probably. Yeah, like, she's had a lot of, like, short-term relationships. Yeah. And she's, like, she gives numbers to people. Like, he's a 10 because of these and these reasons. He's a okay. 7 because of this reason. And she, like, kind of sees herself as, like, an 8 or a 9. Which, fair enough. I mean, self-esteem, 100%. Yeah, yes. you're the one living your life. Exactly. And it's just, you know, she doesn't re really want to go beyond what she thinks of people with okay. her score. For example, at one point in the beginning of the series, she's like, yeah, I wouldn't date a man who has a child because, you know, I'm never going to be first place. The child is always going to be first place. And I just don't know if I want to deal with that, which fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But her future love interest is sitting next to her and has a child. Oh, wow. And the okay. child hears it. So there's a bit of a strained relationship there from the get-go. Um, and it's, it's very interesting to see her relationship with that guy. Yeah. Because he's also the younger brother of one of her, like, long-time childhood friends that she kind of lost track of and okay. kind of reconnected with. Um, so, you know, it has its hurdles from the beginning. Okay. Um, and it's just, I think the, the three siblings have a very interesting dynamic. This is legit one of the best sibling 
relationships I've seen on in like a series because they're like constantly biting each other's heads off they're like being very like crude to each other but then they yeah then they would also like totally come together to fight someone else but that's 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 awesome actually that's kind of real yeah it's, it's very real yeah and also like they when they have an opinion about something they're super harsh to each other like whoo like i would totally relates because my sisters and i were the same if we think okay. something we're mm, yeah fair enough okay it's not always super nice um the title my liberation notes comes yeah. from the club that Mijong makes together with two other introverts at work okay because she's kind of being pushed to join a club but she really doesn't want to yeah she doesn't want to go bowling she doesn't want to go uh, cook with someone you know yeah so together with two other introverts that she's kind of like friends with because they can eat in peace together like they don't have yeah. to fill the silence with like small talk they start a club where they each have a notebook yes and they write about what they want to want to be liberated from what do they want to be liberated by like, that is interesting yes and it has they have so many good monologues and discussion points and it's it's it makes you feel very introspective because you're like what do i want to be liberated by or liberated from like what do i want to change that would be freeing to deal with okay so it's kind of like an interesting it's an interesting concept for sure yes yeah yeah and also like some there's this one scene where they're all in like a coffee shop yeah and they're instead of like joining at one table they sit next to each other at like the the window bar okay and it's raining and the scene, the screen, is, like, divided in three. So they each have their own, like, little bar chair and their little table. And they're, like, talking. It's, it's like it would be theater. Okay. It's like a theater scene. Because they're talking right to the window. And it's like you're sitting there in front of them just, you know, joining them for that moment. And it's, it was so beautifully done. It was insane. That's, yeah, that sounds like an interesting shot, actually. How they yeah. planned it to be like that. Yeah. Especially with all the monologues as well. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, this is stunning. Impressive. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, that was... Whew, loved it. Oh, so that's, that's a very interesting shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, just overall, yeah, I definitely want to recommend it because it was stunning had interesting themes to okay. make you think about life. The relationships were so amazing. Um especially Mr. Gu and Mi Jong and I just that they seem like the kind of relationship you would read in like a Jen Austen book and yes. you would totally love it. It's yeah. very much like Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth. That's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it enemies to lovers per se. Yeah, but it's like intrigued strangers to lovers. Jen Austen, yes. yes. I I can I can think of a couple that go kind of that way. 
or mm. feel that way anyways yeah it's great um definitely go watch it because it's beautiful well done the story is amazing it doesn't drag on yeah which is nice it's well paced um so i'm definitely re-watching that at one point because i fell in love with all the stories i just remember all the amazing quotes that i kept seeing on tiktok and they were like yeah i was like yes that yeah. yeah that's about it yeah that's life that feels like life yeah so yeah i it's so much it to watch this it's so much to watch this in fairness watch it asap and tell me what you think <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was it for this episode of what a k drama dedicated mm-hmm. to my liberation notes remember you can check the review spoiler free in the mm-hmm. follow us in our socials and we'll see you next time with a new episode of what a k drama bye bye bye